I guess. While Matt's making drinks. Wait. How did we uh how did we do this show? Hello people. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Since we stopped recording this, uh, I worked in a urology clinic and uh, which is like about pee and for those who don't know, it's like, you know, all things pee related. And there was a fridge in the lab, and it had a picture of that singer. Is that Lionel Richie? Lionel Richie. It had a picture of him, and it said, "Hello, is it P you're looking for?" <laughs> and like every day when I walked past it, I'd be like, "It's the little things. This is, this is what makes me stay." That's, you know, that's what people need in office life. Yeah, office culture. Yeah, if you don't have a picture of Lionel Richie, is it really an office? <laughs> Yeah, fair. Um, so, hi everyone. Hi. This is, <laughs> this is Rewind Review. I'm Katie. And I'm Lauren. And, and from the bar cabinet, it's Matt McVeigh! <laughs> <laughs> yes! We uh, are coming at you from the, from the future, or... From the past. From the very present. <laughs> From the very now. Uh, it's been a while. It has been a minute. Literal oh. years. A lot has happened in our lives, in the world, in between. Yeah. We kind of felt like this was a moment that maybe we should share what was up. What was up? Yeah, like, like you know what? So we thought we would do a reunion episode in part because someone recommended it to us. But then I was thinking about it and a lot of like TV shows and like movie casts this year, like because of COVID, have done these like reunion style table reads or like... Mm-hmm like, sequel-type things or, like, special episodes where they, like, come back. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it is kind of just the nature of this year where it's, like, people need to feel good about things. So we're here Uh, to make you feel good. And obviously you've been long awaiting (laughs) our return to podcasting. You can stop rioting. (laughs) We're here. Yeah, and I think... Um, also, really, we just um, have a lot of time on our hands, and yeah. we're hanging out. It's the holiday season. We're here in Portland. We're not going anywhere, and we wanted to just get together and do this. We really should have done this, like, months ago when COVID started. Why didn't we start this again? We're doing this now, like, right as the vaccine is being distributed, and, like, as people are like, the end is near, like, we should have started this when we were all, like at home taking care of our plants and yeah just sleeping all day well i wouldn't have had any time because i've been traveling all over the world (laughs) spreading covid (laughs) yeah (laughs) running naked in the streets so i'm kind of ready to settle in actually now's the time yeah so uh i kind of alluded to it but we're doing this because uh (laughs) someone told us who has actually braved listening to this (laughs) podcast I hope they haven't listened to every episode. Oh my god. That last episode was rough, y'all. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. Somebody told us that they would love to hear a reunion epi. And we were like, oh, we could do that. We could do that. We are here. 
And we love movies still. So yeah. Alright, Jake from Saskatchewan. <laughs> this one's for you, buddy. I know that this was your experience, Katie, and I've also experienced this, but I have been in like job interviews or like weird situations like that where people have searched me on the internet since making this podcast oh, no. and discovered this podcast. Like what I got. Oh, really? Did you yes. get the job? Yeah, but nice. they were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we looked up your portfolio online, you know, you kind of checked out your LinkedIn, whatever. Oh, and we also saw that you've made this podcast. Oh, no. And there was a, a moment. There was a moment of fear <laughs> of what they had listened to, what they had heard. But you know what? Yeah, I still got the job, so I think it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I. it is a weird thing because, and, you know... I guess we would love to hear from our listeners. <laughs> um, we would love to hear from people about like being a creative person or like or making a thing and then sharing it with people is one thing, but actually hearing a response from people about the things that you make is a totally different thing. Like we just made this as a passion project. We made it because it was interesting to us and we thought maybe other people would want to contribute in some way. And it was really, really fun. And it's still very fun. But, like, it is funny to to realize that other people see the value in that or, or like, also enjoy it um, is a little scary because, you know, it's yeah. just us talking about things and yeah i got my uh i got uh my volunteer for america position because of my only fans (laughs) 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 they're like could you please teach the children (laughs) boo this is matt by the way so we were just we were saying that matt has been on the podcast three times now yeah um I, a couple of times I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> yep, you do live here. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, so we're back for this special epi, and we're going to talk about Christmas because it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's the end of 2020, which, if you're listening to this in 10 years <laughs> and the apocalypse has come, Nuclear winter is upon you, and you're listening to this as, like, a historical relic. 2020 was when it all started. That's That was the moment <laughs> yeah. where everything started going downhill. And, hey, good for you for making it that far. I think a round of applause for the one yes. person that made it past 2020. Yes. For you. For our listening audience, that was us just slapping our bellies together. <laughs> Each other's bellies. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. me. That's that 2020 goodness right yeah, there. Yeah, man. That's the 2020 uh, freshman 15. <laughs> we the 2020. <laughs> the 2020. <laughs> I will toast to that. Uh, yeah, it's been really scary. And um, there have been some good things and mostly terrible things mm-hmm. about 2020. Yeah, what's like one? Give me just one good thing that has happened to you this year, Lauren? What is one thing? And it can be small. (laughs) One good thing. Let's see. Let's really (laughs) rack the brain here. I mean, generally, I think 
for me, the best thing about this year has been the ability and or forcing of us all to slow down. Mm-hmm. It's been nice to live a little bit slower, a little bit quieter, take things, you know, as they come and really appreciate what we have. As cheesy <laughs> as that is, it really is true. So that's my one good thing for the year. Yes. Nice. Not so bad. Nice, nice. Matt. Just uh, finding new centers within myself that I didn't know I had. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's totally true. I feel like we all have had to discover an element of ourselves that we didn't know before. That is true. I've been doing a lot of um, internal therapy sessions with myself this year. Mm. Just really doing a lot of thinking. Mm. Smoking weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of... No, Matt. No inhaling. No <laughs> inhaling smoke. Protect the lungs. Protect the lungs. Protect the, the, the breathing. Sorry, sorry. Doing some deep breathing in the bathtub. <laughs> farting, making bubbles. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I want someone to illustrate that. Like, I want someone to make, like... Yeah. Rewind review at gmail.com. Send us an audio recording of you farting in the bathroom. No. No, don't. Good thing I think that's not our real email address. Oh my god. I want like an illustration of Lauren like in a bubble bath and like on the top it says farting. Farting. Making farting. Farting, making bubbles. Fans, let's get it going with the fan art. I would love to see this. I think we need to have fans to have fan art. (laughs) Mom and dad, if you're listening, (laughs) let's get the illustrations going. Woo. Yeah. Yep. There's no deleting your your imprint on the internet. Yep. Woo. We know that. This is who we are now. Forever. (laughs) What um, is one good thing from your year, Katie? Okay, okay, my first impulse is my plants. Mm-hmm. My plants are fucking living, dude. They are crushing it. it. Is, they are very impressive. They They're are. They're so happy. I named all my plants. 2020, I propagated a bunch of plants, uh, and I named them all, and I made little name placards for all of my plants, and... The moment that I shared that with my family on a Zoom call, I think that was the moment they all were gen- generally, like, concerned for me. Like, <laughs> like the, when I showed them a visual tour of all of the signage that I had made for my plants, they were like, you need to get outside. But, yeah, the plants have been great. Um, that's about it, dude. I, the other big positive from 2020, I think... Yeah. Dig deep. <laughs> there was going to be a moment there. Come on. Uh, There's something down there. I don't know. Couldn't think of maybe one person in your life <laughs> brought you some joy. Uh, maybe one person that uh, smelled your cat breath and decided, like, yep, this is the one I choose. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, I have embraced the quiet moments more like not just embracing like connecting with ourselves but like true silence has been really nice this Mm -hmm. year um yeah yeah silence wow Mm. i get it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah Yeah. um it's been a year i mean it's been a year for everyone in the world but it's been a year for for us as individuals too you know 
And also, I'm really loving not wearing bras. Oh, like never going back. That ever. That is a joy, a true joy that I think. Yeah, I'll never be able to get over. <laughs> <laughs> the comfort, the comfort levels of this year have really mm. escalated, and I hope they stay there I'm gonna, forever. I'm gonna have titties down to my feet. <laughs> And I'm just going to be rolling in them. I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to just, I don't even care. Wrap me up in a blanket of my own boobs, because that's what's going to happen. And there's the title. Get on There's the title of the episode. (laughs) We need some more fan art over here. Yes, like a scarf of my boobs. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. I'm fine with it. (laughs) Um, So, like I said, we're doing this as a Christmas Ebby. Uh, Lauren mentioned this. We're not leaving our, our place that we live. We're not going to see our family. Yeah. Which is sad for us all. We're all pretending to be sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not the norm and it's different and a little bit weird to not go home because I think we've all always gone home before, but Honestly, I'm kind of just taking it in stride. This whole year has been so different that this is just like the next part of that. And I'm kind of looking forward to not having the stress of traveling Mm -hmm. and not having the stress of meeting up with so many people. I'm hoping it's just kind of a nice, quiet holiday. Not having the stress of snow. Yeah. Y'all. It doesn't snow in Portland. Yeah. It's it's fine with me. Thank God. What like, if we have a huge snowstorm next week? Okay, but I mean, that would be so fun. <laughs> uh, and also, the three of us have known each other for ten years now, which is no, what? pretty wild. At least I have known Matt for ten years. I have known Katie for ten years. You guys have maybe maybe met a few years later than that. Ugh, maybe. whatever. But wow. generally, we've all known each other for ten years, which oh my is. God. Absolutely wild. Bitch, we old. Yeah. And this is the We're first... all legally married to each other. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, actually, fun. fun fact. We are all... I think, yeah, that's like the state like forces you to be married after like you know someone for so many years. <laughs> just anyone. <laughs> if you just know anyone. Yeah. So we're married to everyone we've known for more than 10 years. That's why my credit score is so bad. All of you people are just dragging me down. <laughs> Can you imagine... Laura and I are definitely in, in a domestic partnership. I that would say is so. like an unspoken, like the government may not acknowledge it, but like we are <laughs> domestic partners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's why we need single payer healthcare. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> now we're here to talk about what really needs to be talked about. Lauren's smell better than anyone else. Whoa, that sounds yeah. really weird. Describe no. it. Describe it for our listeners. <laughs> what does Lauren smell like right that now? That sounds strange. Lauren smells delicious. Ooh. She smells like like sweet cinnamon and mm. like a little a little like a vanilla-y, but like a peppery vanilla Ooh. mixed with like a sauerkraut base. <laughs> <laughs> like a good bohemian musk. Mixed with Arm & Hammer laundry detergent. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. You know I take pride in smelling good, so thank you. Yeah. And like co- sauerkraut. And like coffee a little bit. Mm. But like only a little bit. Nice. I won't ask you to 
describe my smell for the <laughs> listeners. I think everybody can probably get it. <laughs> based on your sound, yeah, the sound of your voice. Yeah, just based on my husky, natural kind of uh, odor. Yeah, the odor of your voice. Mm. 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 Uh, anyway, we really got off topic there. Anyway. But we're going to be here for the holidays for Christmas, and so we thought that why don't we just invite you all into our holiday home by allowing you to be part of the conversation of our our friendship and our <laughs> love of movies. Yeah. So, welcome. Kick <laughs> off your shoes. Put your keys in the fishbowl. <laughs> Have a cup of nog and let's settle in. Yeah. So we have, uh, we were going to have hot chocolate. Yeah. It seemed fitting. But we really got derailed by margaritas. And (laughs) I mean, that's how it always is with margaritas, I feel like. Um, So we're drinking those. Yeah. And we are going to eat some cookies. Some Christmas cookies. Cookies. Yeah, that we just baked. Uh, Lauren, can you give us an intro to your Christmas cookie? I sure can. <laughs> My Christmas cookie is a chocolate crinkle. Mm-hmm. It is um, not particularly Christmassy, but for some reason, it's a Christmas cookie mm-hmm. that my family always makes, and it's pretty basic. It's a chocolate cookie, and you roll it into a ball, and you cover it in powdered sugar and then when you bake it it like cracks and crinkles so the outside is like a cracked powdered sugar crust yeah and they taste like brownies <laughs> <laughs> they taste like love they're delicious they're my favorite thing to make and probably the only christmas cookie i will make this year nice yeah well, I made kolachkis. They're called kolachkis. I mean, that's how we call them. Some people call them kolaches, right? Um, we call them kolachi. Kolachis. I don't know. Who knows what's right? We are of an Eastern European heritage in some way. <laughs> all of us a little bit. Yeah. And so I made these. They're like a quick and easy kolachki. If you're fa- if you're a fan of that cookie. You know that they're hard, but I made little raspberry ones and little poppy seed ones. And then we also have the Royal Donsk sugar cookies. The classic sewing tin tin that you open up and there's never cookies in it. There's always something else that your mom is storing. But this tin (laughs) actually has cookies in it. Your hopes and dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, it it actually has cookies because I haven't eaten them all yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to eat them, and we're going to talk about a movie that I'm honestly astonished that we never watched while recording this podcast. I agree, because it is one that I consider to be a very weird movie that I grew up watching, and I know, I feel like we've talked about it before. Oh, yes. So I don't know why we never did it, possibly because we could never get a copy of it. However, two years ago, I think, for Christmas, while we were still doing this podcast... My dad, who is a great Christmas gift giver, bought me a VCR and a VHS copy of this movie, specifically to do on the podcast, which we never did at the time. Yeah, pretty impressive that he could get one in this day of age. I know, I know, very impressive. And the VCR and the VHS just sat in my closet for two years, but now we're here to finally... Oh, this was the inaugural... Yeah, well, I, I did use the VCR one other time, so 
Um, there's a movie rental store in Portland called Movie Madness, and it's super cool. If you live here, you should definitely check it out. I think they're open again with like limited hours, but they have a lot of VHSs there. And I did rent My Neighbor Totoro and watched it on the VCR because that was my favorite movie to watch as a child. I love that. that. Yeah. What was your favorite VHS movie, Matt? Like favorite movie that you remember watching on VHS as a kid? Okay, well, my parents will tell you that I watched Jungle Book so many times that the tape wore out. Oh, that's <laughs> but amazing. the one that I always remember, like, hitting play on was uh, Shanghai Nights. Oh, With Jackie Chan shit. and Owen yes. Wilson. Yo, <laughs> that pairing is so freaking 90s, it's crazy. The casting Jackie on Chan. that, unbelievable. <laughs> Owen Wilson, like, I want to know if Owen Wilson was like, I love Jackie Chan, like, I want to do a movie with him. Or <laughs> or if it was vice versa, like, if Jackie Chan was like, I'm super famous now, I can make a movie with whoever I want. Like, I want it to be Owen Wilson. <laughs> you know? Well, and... I think Jackie Chan holds his own in that one. People don't give him enough credit for being an, a genuinely funny guy. Wow, but. I give him all the credit. I don't know who those <laughs> bitches are. Well, I haven't seen any Oscars or any awards go out to Shanghai Nights yet. <laughs> yeah, so, yet. we're yet. waiting for his Lifetime Achievement Oscar. Yeah. I, I will leave this earth giving that movie the credit Yo, it deserves. Rush Hour is like to be like enjoyed thoroughly multiple times a year. Have you ever seen that wow. movie? Rush Hour? That is yes, a bold claim. But... Oh my god, Rush Hour is <laughs> How many times have you I watched mean, it this I year? mean, I say I have not seen it, so I can't say You've whether... No, it. so I can't say whether that is an accurate statement or not, but I think <laughs> saying that you watch it multiple times a year is a bold claim. I've already watched yeah. it this year. Okay, okay. I will you always watch, watch it uh, right after you come back from the dentist. Right? No. That's that's the tradition. That's how you ensure you see it a couple of times. See it twice a year. Twice a year. I get my dental cleaning and then I watch Rush Hour. Yeah. I mean, Jackie Chan is is like, he is a gem, dude. Yeah, of Uh, course. Jackie Chan Adventures, like, it was a significant part of my childhood. Yes. Every day after school. The Talisman. Yes. Yeah. I don't... thought talismans would play more of a role in my life yeah they really haven't no yeah not, not entirely sure what they're supposed to be used for actually much yeah. much like quicksand in old <laughs> cartoons yeah i really, was super prepared for that really I was, thought i was super scared about quicksand me too you, okay every time i went to the beach i genuinely was like oh dude quicksand like yeah. i gotta watch out for that wet sand because it could suck me under cartoons really didn't warn us about the real scary things in life yeah. A lot of fake, a lot of fake <laughs> shit. Like taxes. <laughs> yeah. There was no, there were no cartoons about like the IRA you know. or the IRS. Oh <laughs> my God. Well, in my house. <laughs> Not the IRA. I take it back. I meant IRS. So it's been probably a solid 20 minutes and we've come yeah, close we... <laughs> to introducing this movie a couple of we times. We gotta get going. Okay, okay, so we are circling the drain. The movie that we picked to reunionize... <laughs> Um, was, it's called Snowden on Ice. Yes. Yay! Yay. Snowden on Ice. It's about Edward Snowden. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lauren and I have probably talked about this on the podcast already. 
we both separately loved this movie. Like, as children, we watched this movie all the time. It was amazing. It was, like, a constant in the holiday season. Yeah. And then, like, later as adults, we discovered, we, like, rediscovered these memories of watching this by, like, by, like, revealing it to each other. Like, we didn't realize that both of us had seen it or even that it was, like, a real movie, which is why we started Rewind Review. Like, that type of feeling of, like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that that was a real thing that happened and I need to re-examine this as, like, an adult. That's, like, why we started this podcast. Yeah. So um, we thought that it would be only fitting to do that for our reunion episode. And we did. And we sure did. We sure did. We watched it on VHS. It was so nostalgic. Yeah. So vintage. The, you know, rewinding, literal rewinding of the tape was really <laughs> visceral. A lot of memories. Yeah. It that, was great. That blue screen. Ooh. Oh, blinding. Yeah. Oh my god. How many hours of my life were dedicated to the blue stop screen of a VHS? <laughs> the sound, the whirring sound of the rewinding of the tape. Oh my god. Like, epic. So, so loud. Yeah, it was so loud. It was so wonderful. Um, and yeah, I feel like after watching it now, okay, so should we give like a little detail about what this movie is? If you've never heard of this, we understand because it's not a real movie. It's okay. So Snowden on Ice, uh, is the name of it. Go look it up right now. If you're like listening, go just like Google that shit and like, and you will find 56 articles related to Edward Snowden. <laughs> yes. So you'll have to dig a little bit. This is this is the Target-sponsored, straight-to-VHS holiday movie. Yes. And Matt... So Matt watched this with us. And Matt, had you ever heard of this movie? No, never. Yeah. So, like, it is super rare. And do you want to give a little background on what it is, Lauren? Yeah. Um, I think... So, it, like Matt said, it is a Target Presents musical technically um i would say calling it a movie is generous Mm, (laughs) there is not really a story a plot or dialogue uh at all (laughs) yeah it i would say if i were to give like a one sentence summary of this movie Mm -hmm. uh, it is about a woman and her daughter returning to their hometown to face (laughs) An unknown trauma, uh, <laughs> perhaps, and redeeming themselves uh, through ice skating. Yeah, yes. that's really about it. I would say I say it's uh, courage through hallucination. Yeah. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So my like first gut reaction when I think about Snowden on Ice, like what my most vivid memory of watching it is is sitting in front of, like, an old TV, like, crisscross applesauce by myself, <laughs> like, during the Christmas season, being obsessed with ice skating. Like, mm-hmm. if any of you were ice skating kids or you, like, wanted to be in the Olympics, I mean, I was, like, into it. I was into the Winter Olympics. Michelle Kwan was my hero. Mm-hmm. So, like, it definitely made me... Like, that is the feeling that I have. Like, this love of that. Mixed with this, like, maybe even back then confusion about (laughs) 
like what I was watching, but like being into the overall idea of it. You Absolutely. Know? I would agree with that. I too was very obsessed with figure skating as a kid, the winter Olympics. I wanted to be a figure skater so badly, but that wasn't happening. <laughs> so watching this movie was the next best thing. Yeah. And I just really loved watching the figure skating and yeah, so this movie was aired, it was a TV movie. It was made for TV for CBS. Like Matt said, it was sponsored by Target, which is fascinating to me. So, like, it was made in 1997, or it was aired in 1997. And it's really interesting, like, thinking about that time, because I think about, I think Space Jam was, like, not that year, but it, it was, like, in that late 90s time. Mm-hmm. And this idea of, like, athletes transitioning to this, like, Hollywood film arena, like, to, I don't know, like, gain popularity, like, with kids, you know? And, like, I don't know. Target sponsoring this movie makes me think of, like, corporate businesses being like, okay, athletics is where it's at. Mm -hmm. We want to promote this. And like by promoting this, we will get more customers like in the long run. And, and that's, I don't know. You like watch this movie and like Scott Hamilton is in this movie and Mm -hmm. I freaking love Scott Hamilton as a kid, but like thinking back on it, why? Because he's not a kid like celebrity he's like (laughs) he was an olympian but he was like an ice skater but i loved him because of this movie and that was one of the reasons i loved ice skating so like i don't know corporate america getting kids to like things is like a very 90s feel for me absolutely you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah yeah if apollo anton ono had like (laughs) sold axe body spray I would, uh, you'd be smelling it right now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be an improvement. Yeah, and like Space Jam, like, I mean, you were into basketball, Lauren, but like, oh, yeah. I was not into basketball, but I was freaking into Space Jam, dude. Like, and that made basketball seem cool to me, even if I wasn't like watching the sport. So like, it's interesting how Hollywood played such a huge role in that, or like influence, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think... Yeah, that's a really interesting connection to make to Space Jam, and I think this definitely is sort of in the same lane as that. However, they did not achieve <laughs> the same cool level as Space Jam. Yeah, I mean, it's a little different. I not, mean, the they're comp- like, <laughs> there's no competition. It's not like a good comparison. I mean, it's it's the right it's the right comparison, but they just didn't achieve what they were going for. I mean, I guess they did. We were kids who were really into figure skating and loved this movie, so maybe it worked. But (laughs) I, the cool level is not there, despite the similarity of having animated characters. Yeah. So, like, first of all, there is no, like, two-sentence, like, brief description of this movie on IMDb. It's So, basically... The plot of this movie, it's not really a plot, but it's, like, about this town of, like, ice skating fanatics who all love ice skating and this, like, mom who, like, comes back with her daughter, like, moves back to the town after being gone for a while because of some, yeah, unknown trauma? And They, like, like, continue to allude to this terrible thing that happened to her 
And we do eventually find out, but it's not a it's terrible thing. It's not traumatic. <laughs> yeah. And then she like learns to love ice skating again because of Snowden, who's this like snowman <laughs> who lives by the ice pond. Like it's next to this old man in a shack <laughs> who I'm pretty sure kidnaps kids and forces them to skate on his pond. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It should be said that this is a made for TV movie and it is a it's like a musical production kind of in the same vein as those type of like live theater productions that have become popular again in recent years like where they like NBC has done like Peter Pan live and it's like a theatrical production done on TV it's kind of that same idea not nearly to the same level of production but the idea is that like they're on this set it's like pretty clearly a set and it feels pretty theatrical Mm -hmm. uh so the whole the plot is pretty simple the whole story kind of has a theatrical feel to it Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's definitely not going for an oscar but it's (laughs) it like the whole main focus of it was supposed to be the ice skating and so Mm -hmm. i feel like the plot like doesn't really matter for sure. Uh, that being said, the fact that it's named after Snowden, who's like this ice, this like snowman, and that he plays this role where like he ends up ice skating as like a snowman with people is a little bit weird. Like it's, it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird that they use that as like a catalyst for the story, um, but that's okay. So like Matt, so okay, so like I said, Lauren and I love this movie. As children. Yeah. As somebody who had never seen it before, Matt. Yeah. What are your, like, top... Give me your top three takeaways. Like, top three takeaway words to describe this movie. Or, like, your first hot take. Yeah, it's it's an ice alcoholic's fever dream, basically. And I'm pretty sure they used that, that phrase they in the movie, They said iceaholic, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so these people, they skate until their livers, like, collapse. Mm. Um, So so good for them. Uh, I wonder wonder how they got that way. And it it (laughs) seems to be like this magical snowman has played a role in encouraging everyone in that town, right? Yes. But the great thing about this movie is that it's not a movie about the snowman. Honestly, the... The the weird hallucinogenic kind of properties of, like, the snow creature are a minor aspect to the story. Yeah. It, it focuses on a mom and her daughter and how they gain courage, right? Yes. So, that is, yeah, that is very true. I think as a child, I thought Snowden was a much bigger part of this movie. So it's interesting to watch it now and realize he kind of... He's a catalyst. You're right. Kind he's of kind of like run. just there to encourage. Yeah. yeah. But he's not the main, main part of the story. And, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, the, the plot kind of, the, the hero journey kind of uh, crescendos when the mom has the one-on-one skate session with Snowden, the, the magical snow man. Uh, <laughs> I would like to think that... Everyone in that town had a magic moment on the ice with Snowden at one point in their life. Oh, I love and that. And they all just look at each other, a little twinkle in their eye, like, Hey, you're skating really good today. Did you, like, go to the pond last night? And they're like, 
Yeah, I went to the pond alone and I practiced. You're like, hmm. I love Practice. that. I also love this idea that, like, yeah, everyone has seen uh, animated, like, a live Snowden. Like, because Snowden in the, in the whole show, like, the whole movie, he's, like, in the background as just, like, a stationary static snowman. Yeah. And then there's, like, two scenes where he becomes, he, like, comes alive. Yes. Um, and so I like to think that he's been there the whole time and that everyone has seen him come alive, like, in some way at some point. But no one has talked about it because everyone assumes that it was, like, a hallucination or, or like, like a little magical personal moment. Like a yeah. nervous breakdown. I feel like it's like an emotional, it's like a thing where no one wants to talk about it, but everybody has experienced it. Mm-hmm. And so the whole town is kind of under this spell of like, like just not acknowledging the truth about their town. Yeah. You know? And it's never really explained whether everyone is aware that Snowden is magical or not, or that he comes alive. It's kind of unknown. Yeah, I actually wrote down, so this is, like, a little prompt for y'all. Because, like, honestly, normally we would go through the whole plot and, like, do the commentary of this, and I do want to, like, talk about our feels, our, like, notes. But the plot is, like, so not a plot that I kind of just feel like we should talk about, like... Like, key moments. The key moments. Yeah, the plot, there's... There's no plot. Yeah. I think... So, the entire movie is narrated by Scott Hamilton as a Zamboni driver named Scooch, which is, first of all, an incredible oh, name. Epic. And so, yeah, basically the entire movie is just Scooch giving us, you know, exposition and narration <laughs> of the plot. And I think the only other time in the entire movie that someone has dialogue is when the mom reads a bedtime story to her daughter and then when the mayor is talking about the rules at the ice skating competition but yeah truly it's just narration and singing and some singing by some very famous people yes there is a famous soundtrack there are some stars yeah kenny rogers y'all Kenny yeah. Rogers, Amy Grant, Olivia, Olivia Newton-John, yep, a few others. <laughs> it is like pretty star-studded, um, but the songs are not great. <laughs> okay, whatever that Kenny Rogers song. Yeah, the Kenny Rogers song is about. It's the intro song about the Zamboni man, and it's pretty good. Dude, that the, is Kenny, the, best song. the Kenny Rogers song slaps. I like. I wrote down. Hold on. I wrote down some lyrics. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Hold on. In a world where only dreams are allowed, the Zamboni Man by Kenny Rogers. That's like, that is a lyric. They always play that one Zamboni song at the hockey games. And it would make you think that there's only one song in the world about a Zamboni driver. (laughs) False. But you would be wrong. You would be wrong. Yeah, dude. Kenny Rogers isn't getting his credit. So true. Yeah, it's basically like any dialogue or narration that Scott Hamilton gives is just to guide us into another like skate session. And I feel like that is the best part of the plot. There's like the Zamboni moment in the beginning. There's like a little skate moment that's like hockey players versus figure skaters. Yes. Which is obviously, I mean, it's like, it's great and it's ridiculous and it's so gendered. 
It which, is like it is insanely gendered. Whatever nineties, and then there's like this like flashback scene between the key woman and the other. What are their names? Sasha. Uh, not Sasha. It's like Shayna. Shayna. Shayna and Shana Kate. Shayna and Kate. It's like a flashback between Shayna and Kate, like competing for a met, like an award, and that's when we discover the trauma. That Kate went through, which is that she fell. Like, literally, <laughs> her problem was that she fell on the ice in front of other people. And she was so... Which, in this ice town, it, that's... You're banished, man. Yeah, apparently, she was so humiliated that she fell when she was, like, 12 years old in a competition that she, like, left town until she was an adult. And I remember, in my memory of this movie from my childhood, I thought that she had fallen and hurt herself like in my mind I thought she'd gotten like injured or something and that was why she was so upset and had to leave but in reality she just fell but this town <laughs> she is... like falls on her butt and then she's like I'm upset and I wasn't have to leave. yeah wasn't like a perfect skater and but in this town that is run by skating apparently that was enough yeah. to drive her out of town um, yeah. And then the next skate moment is, like, Kate's daughter is skating, and she falls, and she's embarrassed, <laughs> which, like, flashbacks, and then Kate goes on the ice in the middle of the night, and she skates her little heart out, and Snowden comes on the ice, and she's like, he's like, hey, what's up, Kate? You got this. I'm here for you. I'm gonna inspire you again. Let me become animated not just a puppet person, but like not an, just a person yeah. wearing a giant snowman suit that kind of looks like Barney. And all of a animated. sudden, they just go full Fantasia, like full, full animation. Also, we got to talk about. So she goes out in the middle of the night to go skate on the ice and have a personal skating moment. And the moment she steps onto the ice, mm. magical twinkly stars cover her and her outfit changes from a sweater and jeans to like the most magical ice skating outfit you've ever seen. Yeah. So sparkly. I remember like being obsessed with that moment. Yeah. It's epic. It's beautiful. She like reconnects with herself much like all of us in 2020. She has a moment where she realizes who she really is and she finds her courage. (laughs) And the next day there's a competition and uh, that one lady, not even, I always want to call her Sasha. Shayna. Shayna! So, okay, so I gotta say, so, going back to the previous scene, like you had mentioned, there's kind of this, like, hockey boys versus, like, figure skater (gasps) girls, like, it's a super gendered scene, and we're introduced to Shayna and the hockey coach, I don't even know his name. It's like Sean, I think, or something. something. I'm not sure, but they... The most fun part of this movie, honestly, that should have gotten more airtime is that Shayna, the figure skating coach, and the hockey coach have this, like, fun flirtation that, like, would have made a much better movie. Yeah, dude. And I think that another, like, sort of plot point, again, if you could call it a plot, is that Shayna is kind of the, like, mean character. Like, nah, she's not even mean. I wouldn't even call her, like, a mean character, like, an evil character, but she's kind of, like... You're not supposed to, like, like her. Like She's, she's all that. She's right? all that. And I think as a child, I thought she was, like, supposed to be, like, the one you're not supposed to like. Right. Even though it's, like, she's done nothing wrong. She's right. just living her life. She's a good <laughs> ice skater. Sorry, I'm successful. She's, yeah, she's, like, hot. I guess we're not supposed to like her because she's, like, cool. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But 
there is this like rivalry between her and Kate that also ties through this whole movie. And so there's this competition scene and Shayna, as always, is like killing it. She's like gonna win the trophy again for the 10th year in a row. She's wearing this like amazing red sequin dress, skating dress that like I was obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And that is another plot point that Kate needs to come and like win this competition from Shayna. Yeah. Even though like Shayna's killing it. She oh, like yeah. could have won. Shayna's living her best life. Yeah. And she also has that great thing with the hockey coach guy. Totally. They totally are flirting the whole time. They're like ice flirting to the max. Ice flirting. They are ice <laughs> flirting. I want someone to ice flirt with. Oh God, yeah. First you gotta learn how to skate though. Ugh, you're right. No. I'll find yeah. another way to flirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, I've got to say, so talking about that, like, competition scene, for me, the memory that was most vivid for me before going back and watching this movie was that competition scene with Shayna skating. And in my memory, up until rewatching tonight, I thought she skated to the song, Let's Give Them Something to Talk About. Oh! Like, that would have been a good choice. Right? Because she's, like, the bad, she's, like, kind of the bad girl, like, you're kind of not supposed to like her, and she's, like, sassy like every time I hear that song in real life I like associate it with Snowden because I thought that that was the song oh my god but it is not the song it was just like some weird original oh my god that was not as good that's amazing (laughs) actually now that you mentioned that I forgot to mention that the ice skating the hockey scene song um there was a moment This is a very specific thing, but if you've ever heard a song and you realize that you did not create that song in your own brain, that that's like a real song that's out there in the world and like (laughs) your whole life, you've assumed that that was just a song that you made up and like now you know it's a real song, that was that song for me. It like started playing and it was visceral. I like felt shook by hearing <laughs> that song like I've sung that song to myself before and been like oh my god this is just a song from my imagination no it was from Snowden fucking put it there. Snowden dude you put that in your subconscious <laughs> oh my god but yeah no let's give him something to talk about would have definitely been a better song for the competition moment totally the song that actually played was like I think the lyrics were something like, I'm on top and no one's above me. Like, yeah. it kind of had a similar, like, sassy attitude. Yeah. But, but, like, terribly written. Yeah, but really not great. Yeah. I wish it was, let's give them something to talk about. Yeah. They probably couldn't afford that one. No. <laughs> not yeah. at all. I did Target notice... wasn't going to shell out for that. They already <laughs> shelled out for Olympic athletes. Absolutely. Yeah. I did notice throughout the entire movie that a lot of the original songs in this movie did have, like, some similar like riffs and sort of melodies to other popular songs. So like you can kind of pick up on that too. Yeah. yeah, I can't necessarily place exactly what they were, but there were like familiar sounding melodies that clearly they were like inspired by like popular hits of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Kate comes out or well, okay. I'm sorry. Scooch comes out and he's like, we have one more person that wants to compete. And Kate comes out and she does her dance, her song and ice skating routine, and it's beautiful. And she's wearing this like rhinestone-y dress. Amazing. Pure white. With these fluffy collars, and she's very like, you know, she's feeling herself. She's like... Snowden has given me the confidence I need. She's kind of dressed like an ice skating snowman, (laughs) snowwoman, and she kills it. And... 
Then this, like, Shayna, who, like, was written as this, like, person who we were supposed to hate, she ends up being the one who gives Kate the award. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you earn this. Like, you get it. And, like, she's not all bad, y'all. She's not, she, you know what? She's actually just a really nice lady. She's actually... And we all judged her. She's actually just a normal person. She just, was just doing hot girl shit. And we <laughs> judged her for that. And I'm yeah. sorry, Shayna. This is my official apology yeah. for judging you as a child. She's Wait not a second. Evil. Hold on. She did give the stank eye <laughs> but was that on even, the pond was that even a stank eye or was that just but, a hot girl you eye you know we've all been there there's you know you give the stank eye but that doesn't mean you're all bad yeah in conclusion Kate wins Kate wins the entire town is like this is great we're welcoming you back we don't really even understand why you left everyone's happy that's really it and then there's like a moment where Scoot is like that was that was the story all along, like family and courage. And then like Snowden comes out on the ice again, and like dances with the little girl, and that's about it. That's yeah. about it. I mean, there is the whole confusing portion of the story that Snowden is possibly the spiritual embodiment of Kate's dad. Yeah, but. That's never really fully explained, and I don't really understand it, so we're just going to ignore that. I actually wrote down, my, like, last thing that I wrote down is, what is Snowden? And I would (laughs) love to hear both Lauren and Matt's take. What is Snowden? A hallucination? A monster? An, (laughs) An angel? A demon? A ghost? A pretend scoot? Or a memory? Hmm... Oh wow! Okay, me first. I think that uh, I think that he's like a, a heathen god that demands <laughs> a blood sacrifice, mm. something like that. Uh, and he will come to you in your time of need, but you will pay a price. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Kate's grandpa was the blood sacrifice? He was. He would have been. Yeah, the first. Yeah, the yeah. first blood sacrifice. Yeah, I think I think that he is needing to pass on his Snowden duties to the next mm. person that so requires. He, so he's these just waiting. Hours. He's waiting next to the pond. He's slowly. <laughs> he's like, I'll give you the courage to to climb up that ladder, but you know, you're don't gotcha. be Icarus here. Okay, he's biding his time. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's an interesting take, Lauren. What do you think? Oh my gosh, I mean, what is Snowden? (laughs) That is the question. I think Snowden is a memory. I think he is, you know, no, I take that back. (laughs) I, (laughs) I think that Snowden is just a real person who lives in that town. No! Who wears... Just a guy it in is a not, suit. It is, and everyone just, like, tolerates him. <laughs> it is not a symbolic snowman. It is literally a man in a snowman suit. Oh, no. Just standing next to the pond, and everyone in this ice town just knows that this guy does that, and they let him, Yikes. and they take... You know, a nice nighttime skate with him. No. And accept his magic. <laughs> his magic. I don't. <laughs> I. I don't know if anything else would be weirder than that. Wow. Uh, 
I don't like I don't like the idea that Snowden is a real person <laughs> who dresses <laughs> like a snowman. Oh, that's so voyeuristic. That means that he's just like sitting in the suit, just like watching people. Just waiting. Ugh. Like also that means that Scoot is like a part of it. Like he's, he's like, like Igor. Well, he's like in on it. That's true. But also in the very beginning of the movie when we're introduced to Scooch on his Zamboni, he too is magical. He moves a log off the ice with magic. And it's again extremely unclear okay, in the wait, plot I don't of this know. movie. Yeah. Okay, who wait, has magic maybe, who doesn't have maybe magic. Snowden and Scooch are like brothers. <laughs> oh, it's like a hive mind. It's thing. like no <laughs> No. Maybe they're like twins and like no. Scooch is like the and Snowden good. was cursed. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Scooch is like the good twin and Snowden is the the bad twin and like he and Scooch was like, go on, get get in the snowman on, suit. Like get in the snowman suit. And Scooch like takes care of the town and he protects the town from Scooch's like <laughs> evil habits no but they're both uh, magical yeah i mean yeah i like is... it as like a cain and abel story yeah like scooch like forced his wicked brother into the snowman <laughs> to like contain his powers <laughs> that's <laughs> a more compelling yeah. story than what we were given so i agree maybe snowden has like more powers than scooch but scooch is forcing him to like <gasps> limit him he's like trapped in the snowman like limiting his yes, powers and that's why he's so compelled by the kate like story with not Sasha, what Shayna? Shayna. Maybe that's why Scooch is so compelled by the Shayna Kate like, rivalry. Rivalry because he feels that with his twin brother Snowden. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Dude. There was an anonymous like undertone to his like initial kind of intro speech here. Yeah, and remember the nice town, everything's cool except for that one day. Yes. Yeah, and, yes, and also like remember how Scooch kind of interests him? He's like, Snowden's always there. He doesn't talk much, and that's just fine with me. And you're like, oh, weird. You don't want to hear him talk. <laughs> like, don't do you, let him talk. Like, does he talk to you? Is that a good thing? But maybe what he was trying to say is that like he doesn't let Snowden talk. He's the talker. I think we're on the same page. You're right. All of Scooch's initial narration was like pretty weird yeah. and pretty vague. Yeah. And he kept like alluding to weird stuff happening in the town and like mm. weird problems and trauma that were like never really revealed. Mm-hmm. So I think people come to my shack and they drink my drinks. <laughs> yes. And tell me the tales. I'm I am a little bit actually in between of these stories. I think that Snowden is a demon that has <laughs> that has possessed the town into being isoholics mm. and that like he if they were to stop ice skating then they would all be doomed and oh, so they yeah. have to they have to ice skate it's like they're like he's fueled by their worship yes 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 gods. like the the ice skating is the worshiping of to the god snowden and yes. if they were to stop worshiping him then there would be tragedy and that is what scooch is alluding to in the beginning where he's wow. like he's like there was a terrible trauma and like that was because people stopped because kate stopped ice skating mm. there was like oh, and now and that's right because she stopped ice skating her grandpa died because wow. snowden took him oh. wow oh. 
I like this. Stay on the ice, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my theory, is that, like, without the ice skating, people people would start dying. And Snowden keeps them all alive and keeps them hot. And buying <laughs> things from Target. And yes. buying things Go from Go to Target. Buying yes. periwinkle fleece quarter zips to wear on the ice. Yeah, dude, that's the last thing I gotta say, is that, like, the 90s apparel was so rampant. Like So good. I had a fleece headband, and, like, I lived in it. Like, yes. I thought it was so fucking cool, and they all are wearing them. Yeah, they're all in some sort of fleece, some sort of legging, leg warmer, all color-coordinated, lots of purples and blues, Mm -hmm. lots of oversized looks. It really was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And like Matt mentioned during our watching of the movie, I really hope all these things were available to buy at Target at the time. I hope they were, like, promoting their products. Gotta say, not a lot of great cross-promotion here. I don't... Do they sell those skates at Target? Can I buy the Snowden figurine? I don't know. They didn't really... They didn't really promote that. They didn't, like, shove it down our throats as much as a lot of 90s television. Yeah. Which, you know... 1-800-CALL-YOUR-PARENTS, three ninety nine. only now, limited time offer, bye. As a 90s kid, I really thrive on that kind of, you know, I need consumerism. An yeah. I need an assault of commercial. It's yeah. true, it was a little bit more wholesome than what we were normally, what we were used to. Yeah. If they had had like one moment where one kid, even in the background, had been like, Popping a gushers. <laughs> then I think oh, I think it would have been it would have been like more. Look now I'm on a silver surfboard. <laughs> and like one kid was taking a sip out of their sunny D. Then like then it, <laughs> like, it would have really felt right. Yeah. Turns into golden liquid and just like shoots into snow to his face. <laughs> <laughs> they really missed out on some opportunities there. Yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> if, like, they had been eating fucking, uh, what were they called? Uh, not airheads. What were the other ones? The sour ones. Warheads. 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 If they had had, like, one kid eating eating a warhead, <laughs> you know, like, I would have, or, or even, like, as they're putting on their skates, you know, they tie up their skates, they slap on that slap bracelet, yeah. like, then they're, then they're ready, you know? Absolutely. That would have convinced me a little more. Yeah. But I kind of do like that it's like, it is of its own, it it doesn't need that. It's like Target was like, here's this gift, children. And you see that it was sponsored by us, so like, come buy our things at some point, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, let's rate it, and then let's eat these cookies. Okay. Matt, out of ten. Ten scoots. Uh... (laughs) I think, yeah, I think it's a, a solid five scoots. Five out of ten. Yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. Generous. I'm being Gen- generous. Yeah, generous, I will say. Yeah. I mean, the production value is what saves this, right? Yeah. I'm going to give it, I'm going to say just below that. I'm going to say four button jackets out Ooh. of ten. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to agree with you, Katie. I'm going to give it four white snowman noses (laughs) instead of an orange nose. Why? God knows why. Yeah, no carrot nose. He had a carrot nose shape. 
but it was white. Maybe they did that because they didn't want him to look like Frosty. Ugh, I guess. Oh, there might be some copyright infringement. Maybe. That's interesting. Who owns the copyright to Frosty, you think? Hmm. Good question. The Koch brothers. God. God. Yeah. Done. Uh, You know what? I'm going to give it 4.5 just for... The fact that they include a behind-the-scenes like mini, <laughs> yeah, mini documentary weird. at the end of the movie where they like talk about the making of it, and it's like a situation where they're trying to make it seem really cool and like high tech and like professional, but it like just is kind of sad. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like not that cool. You wouldn't believe that it's not really snowing inside <laughs> of the studio, huh? Yeah, it's yeah. But I kind of love love that behind the scenes look and I remember really being obsessed with that portion as a kid so for that it gets an extra half white carrot nose yeah that's fair wow I feel like I gotta lower mine I can't believe I'm higher than both of you <laughs> okay but you just you experienced the magic of snow for the first oh, time touched me <laughs> you know what I have to say though I'm gonna give it one more point only because it was produced by in Minnesota yeah and it go. was sponsored by Target True. yeah Minnesota represent dude like, and produced by Scott Hamilton yeah we love Scott Hamilton if, was okay. he a founding father <laughs> I will say, if Scott Hamilton had given us, like, one patented Scott Hamilton flip, yes. like, I would have given it at least a six, if not a seven. He like, doesn't have, like, a cool solo skate in the whole movie, yeah, and it's pretty disappointing. That's some bullshit, dude. I want Scott Hamilton's, like, genuine appeal, Yeah, you know? And they Benjamin buttoned him, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah! You can tell it was that dude. They did Benjamin button him! God damn it! Well, Man. they had to give him hair, because, you know. Scott, if you're listening, <laughs> we, we will they give... They did you dirty, man. We will give your movie a higher rating if you come back. Give us a little Scotty, skate. Scotty, if you give us a like on any social media, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm giving this 10 out of 10. But also, you have to give us, like, one thing on ice. Like, one, one thing. One flip. Like, the kids need it, you know? We're asking. All right. We know you'll hear this. <laughs> Somewhere. All right. Well, that was our reunion. Did we nice. do that? We reuned. Cool. <laughs> how did, how see did we you feel? <laughs> well, that was great. See you, yeah, see you in a few years, I guess. If you want more, uh, like, subscribe, you know, follow. <laughs> uh, do all that good stuff. You know what? And maybe we'll come back again. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens in 2021. But um, ching Okay, well, did we leave in a certain way? I don't remember. This is Ryan Review and uh, signing off. I'm Ira Glass. See you next time. Have a good night. Da-da-da. Check, one, two, one, two, check. Check, check, check. <laughs> I've got a Polish friend and a check one, too. No! Boo! <laughs> <that laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> nice.